0: Welcome to the GIST Podcast, where we come together to meet the many wonderful people who make GIST what it is.
1: A place where students learn to be self-directed, globally engaged, balanced, and future-ready.
0: I'm Morgan. And I'm Mindy,
1: and we're your hosts. Our GIST Studio Middle School students have been exploring the topic of stories that matter this year, culminating in a podcast series exploring a wide range of meaningful topics, We're delighted for them to do a temporary takeover of the official GIST podcast and share their research with our listeners. So today on our podcast, we have Arushi, Karana, and Leo here to take over. We're happy to have you here. Welcome to the GIST podcast.
2: Hi, um, thank you so much for having us.
0: So in your podcast, you start out by pointing out it's a difficult time we're living in, um, but there's reasons for hope. And I have to say, just as a listener to it, I was definitely inspired by what you were talking about and who you spoke with. It was beautiful. So what was the experience like for you making the podcast?
3: Um, Well, making the podcast, there were a lot of up and downs um, between our group. We definitely didn't know how to structure the podcast in the beginning. um, but then, yeah, after interviewing people and getting really inspired along the way of interviewing people, too, we sort of had a big picture of what our podcast would look like, and um, we're all happy how it turned out.
2: Yeah, um, it was like a really hard process, right? Because there was a lot of months working together and we had some arguments but we got them through of course <laughs> uh, like, and like and like in the end we're really happy with the final product
0: good that's wonderful to hear so you know speaking of the end overall what kind of effect did doing the podcast have on you
2: uh, so our what what we're trying to do was bring hope to people raise of hope But in the end, we also like brought hope to ourselves because we Hmm. also like through the process understood that, you know, like people are actually doing something to improve our world.
1: I love that. That's really inspirational. And I'm glad that you're getting that message out there. So along that line, what do you hope listeners take away from this podcast?
3: We hope that listeners can also podcast and have hope from our podcast race of hope um so instead of just worrying and um um hearing like what the future holds for them we hope that they can also take action like the people we interviewed
2: yes so like this process like we want them to feel better about our work, but we also want them to take action that's why we um interviewed various people from teenagers to adults to show that Lots of people can make a difference.
3: Um, we wanted to show that um, even though you're like still our age, you can still make a difference. You don't need to be an adult to make a difference.
0: Yes. That's fantastic. Leo, I would do. you like to add anything to that?
1: Not really. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's a fantastic message, and I hope that people take a lot of action because of it.
2: Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
1: All right, thanks.
3: The 2021 Emergency watch list reveals the world is facing unprecedented humanitarian
2: emergencies. Heavy rain has been affecting parts of Java and Sumatra, triggering landslides that have resulted in displacements and damage. A news report from the Government Accountability
3: Office concludes that bullying and sexual assault are on the rise in the country's public school
2: system. It's been a hard year.
3: It can be really easy to find yourself feeling down.
2: So what can we do to uplift our spirits because negativity doesn't motivate me to do something about these problems?
3: Well, according to Hae Sung Jung, who led a study while earning a PhD at the University of Texas, said, just like the deadly virus, cooperative behavior can also be transmitted across people. Essentially, exposing people to acts of kindness increases the likelihood of them also performing an act of kindness themselves.
2: You're right. It does, but isn't it common sense that when we see others doing something good, we too are motivated to join in? For example, when I see someone picking up trash off the street, I also feel like joining in. Exactly. So today, we won't be speaking about the latest hurricane disaster. Instead, we will bring you stories about people making the world a better place, in their own unique ways.
4: My name is Budi Zawardi.
2: So
5: My name is Kiara Collette.
2: Uri Suhardi is
5: the
3: creator and founder of Rosslyn Orphanage, and he was then recognized for his work as a CNN hero in 2009. The primary goal of Rosslyn Orphanage is to help children at risk and develop their maximum potential. By doing so, they can
2: be agents of positive change, contributing meaningfully to their communities. Kiara Collette is the co-founder of Friends of Tonga. Friends of Tonga is a charitable organization that exists to promote initiatives that target human, environmental, and financial development in the Kingdom of Tonga.
4: The orphanage was started without any plan, without any uh, intention, and without having any capabilities on how to run an orphanage.
5: Um, so I had never been to Tonga, I had never heard of Tonga. Um, I, when I got my invitation, I had to look it up on a map and see where I was going. Um, and off I went for two years. How did you start your organizations?
4: Anyway, while we having dinner, we saw a television program about East Timor refugees. People living in refugee camps, uh, miserable and a big contrast to what we're having. So, finally, we're dis- discussing about uh, what can be done towards helping the refugees. Lengthy discussion, the whole family agreed to postpone our holiday in exchange, a trip, a mission trip to help the refugees. Um,
5: so, in 2018, One of the most devastating cyclones in history hit Tonga, um, Cyclone Gita, and really devastated the main island and the island that I served on. And as Return Peace Corps volunteers, there really wasn't a way for us to be able to support Tonga during this difficult time. There wasn't really an organization working that we could help out with. Um, So with that, my husband and I, who I met in the Peace Corps and a group of us who were returned Peace Corps volunteers decided we wanted to start something to be able to help people in Tonga. What were some of the struggles that you have been through?
4: We tried to find the land and the, uh, the finding was so uh, disappointing because the land was so bad, rocky and very difficult to get there. Even, Using motorcycle, you have to uh, to, to walk because the, the roads are so bad. But believe me, that's where our Rosenovnik is now. So starting with uh, a few rooms with 16 children, and then the peak number of the children we were having was 178 children.
5: We started building right before everything shut down. Um, so I think we broke ground in February of 2020. Um, so it definitely was a test of patience, but yes. So that was it was definitely a challenge and a lot of creative thinking, <laughs> for sure.
3: Do you have any advice for people that want to make a positive change like you?
4: So we really count on our togetherness. So our togetherness is actually our real strength. So you can quote togetherness is our strength is for real. That is why, wherever you are, don't create enemies. If you can collaborate with others, work together, that's the best.
5: Don't be afraid to start something new. If you see something that needs to be done or you see a problem that is facing your community or the people around you or the environment around you or animals around you or whatever need it might be, and there's not really anybody doing anything about it or there's not people working towards it, don't be afraid to be the one to start that. And it might be a lot of work and it might be frustrating or challenging at times, but one, you'll learn a ton. Um, You'll gain so many new skills that you didn't even know you would need (laughs) to do. Um, and you'll be able to really help people at the same time.
3: To be honest, I'm really amazed that they would take so much time and effort to help other people by doing something that doesn't even benefit them.
2: I wish the best of luck for their work. I did too. I realized that I shouldn't be afraid to take action, however big or small. Speaking of Kiara's advice, that brings us to a story about a middle schooler who loves dogs and took it upon
3: herself to help save abandoned puppies. She is the perfect example of how even middle schoolers can make a positive difference in their own special ways.
6: Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm an eighth grade student, and I'm here today to talk about a group that I used to run called Puppy Power.
2: So how did you create Puppy Power?
6: So basically, when I lived in Romania, there was tons of stray dogs, and there's so many of them that were like hungry every day and like, would beg for food. So I decided to like start a group at school where um, we would raise money and give it to like shelters to like help them take in more dogs and take care of the dogs. So basically, that was the entire idea of Puppy Power. How did Puppy Power raise money? We would just like play a movie, they'd pay for the movie, and then they could either like donate even more money. We like had a box for donations. We also had donations for like just like dog toys and food and all that kind of stuff.
2: Why did you create puppy power in the first place?
6: I think that I kinda just felt really bad for like all the dogs because I mean as a person who had a dog at the time. I could like see the difference and like the treatment and there's so many dogs that like would get like hit by people on the streets Mm -hmm. for like begging for food and it was like really disgusting to see and I guess it just kind of sparked something in me that decided
3: to make a change. What advice would you give to others who also want to make an impact similar
6: to you? Well, I think that the connections were really important because we also got help from, like, an older high school group Mm -hmm. who had experience. And, I mean, it's a lot harder when you're just trying to do it by yourself. Like, you shouldn't be scared to just, like, do something. And there's always going to be someone else out there who's, like, been experienced.
2: Hopefully her words inspired you because if she can do it, you can too. Wow, both Jessica and Budi Sahardi, the men who started an orphanage, mentioned the importance of working together.
3: Yeah, I guess
2: collaborating
3: and getting feedback is pretty helpful after all. Anyways, we have a final message from a club at our school called Bye Bye Plastic Bags. The goal of Bye Bye Plastic Bags is to reduce the use of single-use plastic at school and places around them.
2: It's okay to start small. And I think that's something that I've had to learn. But you don't come up with amazing initiatives and amazing results overnight. You have to really analyze what is necessary in the community. If they're doing something well, don't do something for the sake of doing it, but do something that's needed. And that might take you some time to figure out what's needed in a community, but that's okay. It's fine to start small and you can always expand outwards because it's not about you. It's about the cause you're working towards.
3: Well, after hearing all those stories, I do feel like doing something nice now. I do too. We hope that these stories of amazing people have motivated you
2: to take action and bring positive change.
0: Thank you for listening to this special episode of The Gist Podcast.